Dad Mods Media Machine presents The Brews with the Dudes Podcast. Every time. Oh my god, uh, we are up and rolling. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Brews with the Dudes Podcast. I am Jake Lindquist. I am Donnie Allen. And we've got with us a dude from Idaho. Yes. Hello. Not just any dude from Idaho. It is Ryan Johnson. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you seem thrilled to be here. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All the way over from Idaho, but from Duluth. Yep. So. Hell yeah, man. Well, welcome. Thank you very much for joining us for the first, like, in-person live trio. Exactly. So this is nice. You're welcome. Uh, sorry Thank- about the uh, the heat wave. <sighs> yeah. Dude, it's way hotter in Idaho. Is it's, it? Oh, it's way worse. All right, let's drink about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All this so, talk about heat's making me thirsty. <laughs> exactly. It, All it this is. heat is making me thirsty. All right, what the fuck did you pick up? Mankato Brewing. Mad Butcher IPA. I love the, that there's like the 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 impact word, the flap. <laughs> nice. Is that, is that what it's called? I, yeah. He's no, got Mad like Butcher. what looks like a rubber chicken. And then a cleaver in the other hand. <laughs> so let me tell you a little bit about rubber chickens. Um, so my uh, my most recent dog purchase. <laughs> no, I don't know if you word it that way or not. But so that dog that we got not too long ago, um, he he came with us from he came from Texas, right? Oh, and uh, he he came with a toy, and it was a rubber chicken that has giant knockers and is in like this <laughs> little little weird. Um, I don't know what is her name, Veronica Rabbit, like. Just this white weird Jessica Rabbit. That's it. Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, it's just like this really weird attire. I think that's what she's in. But anyway, it's just this rubber chicken with giant titties. It's it's his like uh, it's his it's his blankie. Like how kids have like a blankie or a toy that they won't sleep without. That my dog has one. It's this you know well endowed chicken. What the hell? That's... Never thought funny, but weird at the same time. And we got warned about it too. We're just like you know sorry for this toy that's going to come along with your dog because on top of looking ridiculous it squeaks and it has this like really obnoxious rubber chicken sounds it's it's horrible so you'll just hear that in the middle of the night because the dog will be sleeping on it and then you'll just get up and it'll go it's fucking awful man god hilarious if it was a man, would it be a lactating chicken? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I don't know, man. Fucking dogs. Yeah, they're fucking ridiculous. They um, are. So you... what about yours? Does yours come with any, like, weird baggage? Oh, my, my dog? Yeah. Um... I mean, or <laughs> your <laughs> The wife, wife, the dog, uh... <laughs> the kids, I, I mean. Uh... <laughs> All of um, the above. No, his, his only really weird habit is... He was an outside dog, like strictly an outside dog. Like, we're going to tie you up to a tree outside dog. So the two weird habits, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So he's having a way better life. But the two weird habits he has, he doesn't like to come in usually, mm-hmm. which is a big pain in the ass. Because it'll be like 10 o'clock. And I'm like, I just want to sit back and have a beer or two. And you're you're literally barking at fucking nothing. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, that drives me nuts. And, he, and he's been doing it lately, I think, just to stay cool. But he has gotten under the porch. In the back. Oh, God. Well, and the porch isn't very tall. No, and he's a 110-pound dog. He's a 110-pound gigantic dog. So, okay. Um, you, you must not know this. Um, no. We have a puppy. We have, <laughs> you know, he is. He is. He's just over a year. He's like 13 months, maybe 14 months now. Uh, we have a purebred St. Bernard. 
Oh yeah. In our house. That's large. Oh, big big dumb dog, just stupid yeah, as hell. Dumb but, as a box of rocks. <laughs> very cuddly, but just like he'll go to sit down and he'll he'll sit on the couch, but he'll have his front paws on the floor. And then, like, his hip kind of up and one other paw down, sort of. And I'll just kind of look at you with this dumb fucking face of, like, what's up? I'm just hanging out here. Yeah. Like, he looks like a stoner kid. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> There's no yeah, nice way to put it. Does. He kind of does. Like, when he gets up and he's got his paws up on the fence and he's just, like, looking at you. Uh, he looks like he's looking through you. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's, he's thinking about something else. Yeah, like, he had something really important to tell you, but then he forgot what day it is and what planet yeah. he's on. Yeah, exactly. He's nice. not, not present. <laughs> you have a couple of dogs too, though, right? Yeah, I've got a couple of huskies. Mm. Are they dumb? Mm. They no, should be smart dogs. They're huskies pretty are really smart. smart. Yeah. No, they're both a couple of smart dogs. Do you nope. take them hunting? I take them with me while I am hunting sometimes. Yep. Oh, which nice. I've, yeah, which has <laughs> been interesting sometimes. You so take them with when you're hunting. As in, like, Sometimes. So, so they aren't trained hunting no. dogs. Okay. Yeah, it's more exactly. like you're a companion on this trip. Yeah, exactly. Companion slash protection a little uh, bit, maybe. Oh, man. I don't think so. <laughs> so, so when I asked they were, if they were dumb, you want to you wanna rethink that? Well, no. Well, I had them out when I was hunting up. Um, I went to go set a camera up this mountain, and I backpacked in. And in the morning, we had wolves, like, all around us. And, uh, it was Jesus. Wait, no, yeah. you might have told this story when we did um, oh, uh, did the I? Zoom podcast. Yes. Oh, do we yeah. talk about dogs uh, and a little bit of God, hunting I stuff? If we did. we might have. Saying you left camp and like, oh, yeah. was trying to track them, and then you got to a spot and you realized they were tracking you. Uh, sort of. Sort of, yeah. We got yeah. like up, and then they like literally surrounded us. That is and so I fucking was, like, uh, like that. <laughs> I was like, it's not good. So is this like a like the Jurassic Park moment when they realize the raptors are like all around them? Is yeah. that kind of like your feeling? Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> don't run through the tall grass. <laughs> yeah, Jesus it was not good. <laughs> so, what, what do you do? You just... Uh, hang out and wait for them to make a move or well uh, I mean <laughs> start I was, firing the, yeah, <laughs> yeah I was gonna say like, right try and scare them off with noise or shit no, no, I, I didn't well I, I was afraid if I started shooting at that point like they were around us my dogs were gonna run if I started shooting oh, so yeah. I was like I was like okay now that's not good wow what you just like waited out in that kind of situation yeah and it, I mean it, it's not like it was a long period of time to wait like it was half a minute at the most probably and then and then yeah. i realized like i didn't hear them anymore which is the weirdest thing like they were making kind of a lot of noise going around the brush around us and then they were just gone Jesus. it was it was really interesting um really interesting experience well they um, sized up the situation they must have decided like this isn't yeah. worth the risk yeah right right yeah God, they must have smelled me and they were like yeah well, this guy smells like he's got a rifle. <laughs> if I know if it was me, I would have shit myself, and that that would have been the smell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. they were like, "Oh, okay, this guy has no threat." <laughs> and in which case, they probably would have eat your eat your ass. Maybe. Yeah. They just come over and piss on me, like. Yeah. Mark You're this claimed. Yeah. I yeah. Guess. No, I, I don't know how that goes down. That's fucking bonkers, though, man. Yeah. But yeah, I got a couple huskies. One's an Alaskan husky from a sled dog team, and the other one is a Siberian Malamute mix of some sort. That's a pretty big dog, man. Wow. He yeah, he's pretty big. Yeah, he's got long legs, and he's like eighty pounds or so. Yeah. Was is it dog. Luna? What? Is the smaller Alaskan husky? Yep. And she's from a sled dogging team. Y yeah, it was like some accident wow. uh, litter, and she's like, she's like, I don't know, 
partially blind, so you could like toss a ball at her and it'll oh, either hit her in the okay. face or she'll hear it hit someone. I didn't realize that because <laughs> when I had met her, I was kind of impressed. Like she's pretty calm for being a husky, or she mm -hmm. seems relatively calm. Oh, yeah. And now hearing that she was a sled dog, that's oh. really surprising. How her affect is pretty chill. Yeah, she was not a sled dog, but. She was part of a litter from the sled dog. Okay, so mom and, gotcha. dad, mom and dad were sled dogs. That yeah. makes sense. Okay. Something like that. Okay, yep. because yep. every sled dog I've ever met is wild. They're strung yeah. out. These things yeah. are nuts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're amazing. Don't get me wrong, but they are fucking nutty dogs. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Her favorite thing to do is just like run wide open. And That's so cool. You got the yep. place to do it then. Yeah. Yeah. We go. Um, well, I just started trying to learn how to ski or like dog cross-country skiing you know? it's so fucking cool <laughs> yeah it's pretty sweet it's pretty sweet um but obviously like when you have dogs on a leash normally you don't want them to pull you so and then i put the harness on them and they're like well do you want us to pull now and i'm like <laughs> oh shit go. you know that's funny <laughs> that's the the situation i'm dealing with right now is i've got my dog who's a puppy and he wants to tug me everywhere Mm -hmm. Yeah, that maybe that's it. Maybe I just need to like I don't know, set up a skateboard or <laughs> gets, yeah, exactly. <laughs> have them tug me around. Something with brakes. Yeah, that that would be important. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, um, but yeah, the ski joring is pretty fun. Uh, I've gotten them um, doing it a couple of times. We didn't have a good winter mm -hmm. last year, so the ice was really poor, and then when it snowed, it just like got warm right away after that each time so the snow was terrible too just sloppy and messy and this is like frozen you know yeah hey can't really do mm. skiing in that mm -mm. yeah no. i mean what is the ideal conditions then to do that because i mean i don't it, know uh, mm -hmm. is it comparable to just like regular cross country i i don't know yeah dude you're I, just fucking I'm a, rolling I'm a with rookie. it dude i'm just i'm just freaking going for it <laughs> that's still that's really cool though and i mean i've been pulled on a snowboard behind a three-wheeler oh yeah many a time. times it's it is a lot of fun that's a great um, comparison by the way yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, i mean um yeah it's it's a hoot uh but it, it takes a lot of getting used to because you're used to when you're skiing or snowboarding or whatever um you don't have to like lean back to counter the force pulling you forward. Mm -hmm. So that's always like kind of a surprise. You don't you don't expect having to like completely change kind of the way that you're positioning and the way you're balancing. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm using my old rock climbing harness. Oh, nice. And so, yeah. so I'm just like I've got them hooked up to my harness, and mm. which I don't know how different it is from like a regular ski joring harness, but. Mm -hmm. um, the rock climbing harness seems to work pretty well. Yeah, right. And, uh, it's just a central point that yeah. you anchor from. Yeah, exactly. So I can like run the poles <laughs> and stuff. You don't really have to lean back too much, you know, okay. with, with with that sort of a, uh, you know, uh, you know, it, as compared to holding on to like a ski rope. How do you break? Mm, let man. go and fall. shoot the dog. Like, <laughs> start, yelling, start yelling at him. <laughs> um, There's a lot of trust involved. Do you just there. tell them to sit, and they just kind of. Stop you that way? No, I, I mean, I tell them to hold on. I, I don't know. You're probably mm. supposed to have, like, official commands, and I'm just, like, talking to them. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I haven't – there's a couple of times, like, they've been get, they get going pretty fast, and you're like, holy shit. And you, yeah, you, I kind of, you know, like, snow plow with the skis a little bit, and um, mm -hmm. we're just going on lakes. So, oh, nice. It's okay. not like wide open. Yeah, you can undo the cliff. Yeah, it's you not. Know. The no, no cliffs or hills. You got to no, worry about falling down. Yeah. Right? 
Right. And not yet. Yeah, that's <laughs> right, true. If I know anything about you, you're, you're, you're working towards that. that. <laughs> gonna start, start going up the trails in the winter. Look at that sweet yeah. jump over there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh. No, that's fucking awesome, man. I mean, I, I don't know. It, I guess I never would have even thought of that. Is that something that happens out in out in the Rockies? Like, what they, do you mean? Is that just like thing people do? They oh, have a ski dog. Shoring? They, yeah, that's it. No, ski shoring, yeah. it doesn't seem like it. Um, I'm sure there are communities of those folks around, but I haven't seen anybody doing it out there. And then when I was doing it, people were like, what the hell are you doing? That's so fucking yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you, you like talk about it to somebody and they're like, you do what? Well, what's cool is like you're using a dog that people would expect. It's like, oh, is a husky pulling him? Of course, you know. Mm -hmm. These dogs, are, they're known for being winter animals. Like, they pull sled dogs, all that kind of shit, right? Oh, yeah. So it's not like you've got a, like, an English bulldog. <laughs> so they're just, like, grunting. And <laughs> he's got a pack of corgis. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Corgis. Corgis would probably do pretty good if it wasn't for, like, the deep snow. Right. Just say anything over, like, an inch and they're going to get stuck. Right. Yeah. Right. They definitely have a low ride height. <laughs> be great in the wind, though. In the wind, yeah, yeah. that's true. That's yeah. true. dynamic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they are very. <laughs> oh man, feel like trying to float with a pack of helium balloons. You know? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, uh, so okay, I wonder because okay, we've we, people will ski down uh, in deserts, right? So you'll mm -hmm. see, like in, in the Middle East and stuff, like it's it is, it's almost like sand. Mm -hmm. The way I wonder if you could have like a pack of Chihuahuas <laughs> <laughs> in the desert because that's their their weather. Uh, what would you ride on though? I mean, would it be skis? Would it be a dude, snowboard? Would it? Dude, I would do parasailing. Some sort. I'd do thing? like a big tired cart of some sort. That's what I would do. <laughs> a cart? Cart? <laughs> yeah. Like a shopping cart with Chihuahuas? There we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Fucking amazing! I'm just amazing. picturing that, and of course, like I mean, we know that that's not going to work in um in the in the, the sand, but I'm imagining that down like a street, <laughs> you're, you're like, like, like Lake Avenue. <laughs> yeah, I mean a flatter street, because <laughs> then you're just going to run over the chihuahuas, right. and no one wants that's to see true. that. <laughs> I see. I just have this image of the chihuahuas bitching at each other the entire time because they're vicious little dogs. Oh, they are. They're little. Mm. Yeah, they just yap yeah. at each other constantly. Yeah. So it'd be like a pack of schoolgirls bitching, and you're just sitting there like, come on, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. When, when you said going down Lake Avenue, um, it crossed my mind. Uh, or remembered this time when I was going down in my A4, going real slow down, you know, because that's freaking steep, and then those flat spots. Dude, oh, this, yeah. This, like, mid-'90s Dodge Caravan, like a silver one, passed me, and, and it – I mean, it got like a foot of air off of one of those. So it was going those awesome. down the hill. Or oh, it was going the down hill. the hill. Oh, was, oh yeah, we Jesus were. Christ. So, yeah, oh yeah, they got uh, real tired of me going slow, and they fucking jumped that. <laughs> and, yeah, they didn't crash, which which was surprising. Yeah, there's but, no suspension left. But oh no. my god, dude, it was awesome. <laughs> well, okay, so when they because so for the people that are listening, um, uh. So basically, it is a main artery, arterial road that runs up and down the hill, and we've got streets that are running perpendicular to it. Yeah, and where they intersect, obviously, you've got to have like a flat section because that's the road that's intersecting. So what I'm assuming, I'm imagining them like 
shooting around you are they are when they start passing you are they passing you on a more vertical surface or is it okay so when they hit the street do they completely bottom out yeah oh yeah (laughs) dude dude and oh yeah and they launch that bitch right down the next one jesus christ it was nuts like no fucks given they weren't passing you when they did this too yes they were Oh my god, so the, did they pitch sideways at uh, all? No, they must have been like middle of the road or something. Oh my fucking uh, god. Yeah, no, it was glorious. nuts. Wow. Yeah, it would be like a scene from like, uh, what is that, the movie with the Mustang, like Bullet or something. Oh, right. Ripping down that, yeah. <laughs> it's like a fucking stunt. Yeah. I mean, I have to assume, like, they must have been trashy people if they did that. I assume so. so yeah, I wonder trashy. if there's just a bunch of, like, unseatbelted people in the back that are <laughs> bouncing their heads off of it. Suspended in air as they <laughs> sail. Uh, they just oh see a bunch God. of little dents in the roof from where yeah. the hit. So when they passed you, um, obviously they would have had to jump, like, first street or second street or something like that, right? Yeah, oh, it was right at the did top. Did they have to stop at Superior Street? Do, uh, I don't remember. I think I turned before then, but um, okay. I, I don't. Yeah, I did not catch up to them and laugh or anything like oh that. Oh my god, but... it just makes me wonder if they were able to stop in time. <laughs> you know? Dude, that thing had to have been messed up. <laughs> oh, yeah. They must have just, like, if there was a stoplight, they probably just skidded through it, you know? <laughs> just, like, getting out of there. And there were cobblestones at that point, too, Yeah, right? Yeah, that, the I intersections thought, would have been well, cobblestone at the time. Superior Street, probably. Yeah. But yeah. I think it was smooth concrete up there. Gotcha. Up at the okay. top. Still, though, I mean... <laughs> Fucking amen. I just imagine if that was cobblestones, the amount of cobbles that they would have pulled up oh, as they bottomed man. out. <laughs> or landed just right and got that one stone sticking up so it takes out the exhaust Ooh, or something. The yes. fucking gas tank. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that would have been pretty epic, though, if they were just like a fireball of white trash <laughs> soaring down like Avenue. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> That's oh, fucking yeah. amazing. God. Oh, God. Well, okay, so that's... Uh, you guys had to have had trash moments like that, right? Like, you're younger, you're fucking around in town with one of your junk cars or whatever. Mm-hmm. Surely yeah. you guys have stories like that. Dude, there was this one time I was in that Mark 1 Rabbit I got. Yeah. I, oh, fucking missed did, that car. Did we... You and I go down to the cities and pick that mm-hmm. up? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yes, so I, I was cruising around down in, down in this part of town, and... I hit, like, some sort of gnarly bump, and it ripped the exhaust off. Oh, nice. Dude, <laughs> it was, like, right out of the headers. It so you've got, so like, bad. a 1.8 liter that's just, like, that's straight think... off of the, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. header. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Oh, yeah, that it thing was... been awful. It was awful. <laughs> and, like, yeah, oh, so bad. I don't remember what I did. I think I, I, think I just, like... Um, just put a little bigger exhaust pipe over it. And, oh, sure. And, the, and I, if I remember right, everything was so rusty, I couldn't really weld it. And it was like, like you just kind of clamped the shit out of it. And just... <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a cool car, man. I, I like that thing. And that was one of the cars that, like, surprised me with Volkswagens because of how punchy it was. Yeah, it wasn't too shabby. It's like mm-hmm. a little 1.8 liter. It had a cam in it. It had the header on it. I don't know if there was anything on the intake side that was done. I don't but think so. It moved. Yeah, I, yeah, I was on that car for some reason the silver mark one gti i had no. square headlight i do not remember that car mm-hmm. it was an 84 had red interior yeah. you, yeah. Can, you can describe it as much yeah, as you want. Sure, i don't remember that car <laughs> this would have been uh this is at the same time that you had the a4 the silver arrow I remember the yeah, A4 oh, a little yeah. bit. I still lived in Proctor. Yeah, you did. When, yeah, I remember I remember <laughs> seafoaming it when I lived in Proctor and smoking out oh, the, the, right. the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, I remember a few things about your Proctor house. Um, <laughs> one, 
when with the build of the the A4, obviously. Oh, yeah. But yep. um, the uh, two things come to mind: the uh, the lawnmower with the fifty horsepower yes. two-stroke in it, right. and the potato cannon. So, yes. <laughs> first, we're gonna talk about the potato <laughs> cannon, <laughs> and I hope that like we're not gonna find out that somebody died because of this, and oh. now um, you know, yeah, hopefully not. Uh, we're gonna get <laughs> thrown in jail. But when we were uh, firing the potato cannon up in the air, <laughs> yeah, dude, I've never seen a potato fly so far. That oh was my god, awesome! And we were doing it at dusk, so like I've never seen a potato cannon go at dusk, but mm-hmm. like the explosion inside of it. I've got video of it, and it lights up the whole thing. <laughs> so it's sweet. dusk, awesome. so it's pretty dark out. And you just see the silhouette of this PVC potato cannon just go glowing <laughs> red for a moment. That's and sweet. It's oh, going man. Flying. That was so cool. It was yeah. so fucking fun. All of that happened, like, right when I joined the car crew. I think I was maybe around for, like, a year or so. So I wasn't oh, yeah. quite hanging out with you guys yet. That's true, uh-huh. yeah. Because yeah, I remember the stories of the, the lawnmower, because I believe you sold that to Gibby. If I, I remember did, or I think mm-hmm. I gave it to him. And I remember you living in Proctor because I helped move a shed across the street so you could. Dude, and that lady <laughs> yeah. that that lady that bought wood, that yeah. in the woods, that lady that bought that house was pissed, and she made us put it back. Because <laughs> <laughs> you like, stole it? <laughs> no, like. Well, well, you didn't steal it if you owned it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, because I think I, I personally bought that shed when I was like 15 years old, so I had a spot for my dirt bike and so, and some other mm-hmm. stuff. And so when my mom sold the house, I'm like, well, fuck, I'm like a broke college kid. Like, I need this. Yeah, this I want shed my, for my This for is where we're going to live during college. Like. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's like, me, me and my kitties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, that lady was mad, so we had to put it back. Oh, um, That's yeah. horseshit. That was horseshit. I, I would just, tr- I would have found a cheaper, shittier shed on Craigslist and put and that back. back. <laughs> like, there you go. Here you go. Just go get a doghouse. <laughs> it's basically a shed. Mm-hmm. A couple of cardboard boxes taped together. Yeah. Perfect. Well, that lawnmower was a fucking riot to put that, together. That yeah, was that, so funny. It was. That was a lot of fun. I don't remember where I got that. Mo- oh, you know what? I got a dirt, a whole dirt bike yeah, from somebody in Superior. <laughs> I remember you bringing it back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got that lawnmower for free, and I think I sold it with a blown motor. I sold the deck off it for like 50 bucks. Which helped pay for that solid rear axle and, mm-hmm. and like the pillow, what, was it, what kind of bearings, like some sort of pillow block bearings or yeah, something like that. Yeah, they're pillow blocks. Because we got everything from Northern Tool. Yeah, I think so. It's back when they used to have go-karting parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was, oh, man, yeah. that was fun. And uh, yeah, that was scary. Yeah, too. it was really scary. I mean, that's another thing I got video of. And it was on like an NV2, like a an old-ass LG, like... It was kind of a flip phone, or it was like a slide oh, up sure. phone, or whatever. Uh-huh. And I got like this old shitty video of that thing of so like you pixelated. fucking sliding it and almost falling <laughs> off. And See, yeah, oh, it's horrible. I think I've seen that video though. Yeah. Well, well one Probably. time, one time the steering came apart after I got done drifting, and, <laughs> and then it might have been when I was filming. It might have been because I almost hit somebody's car with it. Um, because I think the steering came apart. Yeah. And then the brake fell off too. Like the brake pedal fell off. <laughs> and, Jesus. And it was bad. <laughs> oh my god it was so funny because it's it's a fucking lawnmower 
that was never meant to have three times the horsepower that it did. Right. And fucking 50 horsepower with no power valve. So it was an on off switch. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. That thing was, <laughs> it was sketchy. So, um, yeah, Gibby got that thing and then he, he had Sean and I do some work on it. Mm-hmm. And once we got the, cause we re-engineered the steering system oh, and good. we actually machined, um, Delrin bushings mm-hmm. so that it was sitting like the whole steering system was sitting in a Delrin bushing so it was the steering shaft was super fucking tight because nice. that was so sketchy oh, like, how, like all the slop it had in it and for how fast it was you you know you don't want that kind of slop mm-hmm. in it and so we redid that and then we did something else with it I can't remember I think we like reinforced the chassis because it was doing a little bit of like twisty oh shit I bet or something. You, don't, you don't say dude I didn't yeah <laughs> I didn't do anything like I literally took the it was amazing. Lawn motor out and put you, that dirt bike motor. You in chopped there. a big chunk out of the deck so oh, that you so could I can run lower the chain it. through it, and yeah, yep, right. And then you put the the um, the pillow balls on the top side of the chassis, so the whole rear end was lowered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let me tell you, when we got that thing back together and we got it running decent, it pulled the front tires off the ground. Holy God crap! Damn. <laughs> it was wild. So we're over on uh, Ram Ramsey Street. Was that Raleigh or Ramsey? That's Raleigh. Raleigh. Yeah. Over on Raleigh Street, mm-hmm. and there's like a little island a little divider for some reason in it's, the middle it's of supposed it. to keep people from flying through there and it, <laughs> it, 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 it doesn't it doesn't do shit yeah. um let's just say i didn't expect it to go as quickly as it did so i'm rev it up drop the clutch front tires come off the ground a tiny bit not mm-hmm. not like it was a big fucking epic wheel stand but mm-hmm. tires come off a little bit and once they come back down i'm staring at this fucking island <laughs> <laughs> and thankfully the brakes were look, working okay by this point so i didn't skid into that thing but it was sketchy for a moment yeah <laughs> that's crazy because that thing went like hell yeah oh yeah and i think it's still around I, i'm pretty sure somebody's it? still got it. it might be brando that has i was it gonna now. say i thought brando had gotten it somehow um, but I don't know. That's, I haven't talked to him about it. I should ask him. That's about one of those things that you should bring. That I think back the group, the group has to hang on to. Put it on top of the Prius. Dude, you guys know the Prius out here. Yeah. Oh man, dude, we were gonna take the truck. Um, but fuck, you know, getting like 17 miles per gallon across the country. Yeah, not exactly. Cool. So you, yeah, I don't know. You're gonna go from spending. Uh, well, with the truck, you probably would cost you 300 bucks to drive here. One way. Yeah. At best. And the Prius is probably like a hundred dollars. Yeah, to drive. or less. Yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. So, and we drive a fuck ton out there. Like, I think Mar puts on like 2,600 miles a month. So this Holy is the most crap. Un- oh, yeah. uncar guy thing ever to say. I would love to have a Prius. I know. And Same here. So I, know. Uh, <laughs> I rode with Sarah, actually, when I went out and visited. You know, I was out with Chloe, I think. We had met up with her. Uh-huh. Um, and No, I don't know. Uh, whatever. Anyway, I rode in her Prius, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, Aunt um, Anne had one. What's my, that? my aunt Diane's Prius. Oh, okay. And is that what Sarah was driving? Probably okay. some with the brown, ugly color one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised by how much get up that thing actually had. Yeah, they're fine. They're fine. They yeah. get around. And Sarah was like, you know, foot to the floor all the I'm time. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Did you? Um, but here's the kicker: those things, um, you can they'll run air conditioning all night long. Oh, yeah. So you can just you can you camp, camp in them. In them. Mm-hmm. You can turn the air conditioning on. They'll run the air conditioning until the battery is almost dead and then it'll start up, charge the battery, continue running the air conditioning the whole time and then just shut off when it's done. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. Pretty, it's pretty nice. <laughs> like, yeah, it's of course it's a Prius, but I, well, it has no I, soul. I, I, <laughs> I need bad. to admit it though. If you put good wheels on those and you lower them, they look pretty dope. The Actually, there's a, the first gen? There's one well, no, the first gen is the Echo. 
There's one mm. that... Uh, and after that, they, they became like the modern Prius. You've mm. probably seen the picture. There's a guy that did one up as like a taxi with a spoiler on it. It's all slammed on like 17. <laughs> no? That's kind of I don't cool. think I've, I've seen know. it. I've seen that okay, one. Okay, I'll just show you the picture. It's, yeah. it's actually pretty sweet looking. Yeah, I don't I, hate them. I totally em. rock one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't hate them. If we didn't get, you know, feet of snow every year... Yeah, I would, I would, I'd drive one, but you can't. Right. You can't drive those in the snow. They're useless in the snow. Yeah, how do you guys do up in the mountains? Dude, we just got it. So oh, I so we'll find do. out okay. to be determined. I, I'm sorry to yeah. shit talk your Prius, but Dude. in the snow, I'm, you're going to be driving the truck. Uh, well, I mean, I've got um, I've got Hakapletas off my Passat, my TDI mm -hmm. Passat. Those are bad tires. So yeah. we're gonna. Well, I'll put the Hakapletas on it over the winter time, and it should be just fine. I would imagine. I guess the ones I've seen are all mm -hmm. driven by old ladies. Yeah, probably, they like, probably don't put. It's got old three on thirty them. seconds. What do you mean it can't go through the snow? <laughs> old ladies and college girls. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah. It should be fine with the Hakas on there. I think. I assume so. I mean, you know, let's be honest. Yeah, it's not like you're going down trails with it. It's no. It's normal city driving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're gonna be plowed. Yeah. I live on a big hill, which. It's not not not, my, not plowed that oh, greatly. Oh God, that's true. Yeah. Well, are you starting to park the cars down on the bottom now? Only when we can't get to the top. Yeah. So for the listeners, um, and for anybody who doesn't know <laughs> I love Ryan, that statement by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so you live outside Coeur d'Alene, outside Spokane, mm -hmm. kind of in that area. Yeah, and exactly. So you're it's it's not technically the mountains, but it's not not the mountains. It's a fucking breathtaking area. I mean, it's just yeah. gorgeous out there. Thick woods, um, huge coniferous trees. Yep. That sounds um, awesome. And your place is this badass little wood cabin looking yep. thing. It's a house, but it also looks like a cabin. It's kind of got that aesthetic. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's up on a pretty steep hill. Yeah, right. So if you imagine like being in a valley and then where the mountains start, like we there live is, at yeah. the start of the mountain. So it's pretty um, sweet. It is. So you just walk out awesome. your door and like, oh, there's a mountain. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, it's nice, but yeah. So we have to gain some elevation from where like the main road is up to our house. Yeah. And well, I when we first moved there, I was snow plowing it with like I bought that bulldozer. I'm yeah. sure you saw it. Yeah, it was oh, yeah. 1945 International <laughs> TD6. Dude, those things are awesome. Is uh, no, that's not a diesel, right? That was a no, gas it, four cylinder. So it, it started on gas. And then it switched to diesel. So it had one <laughs> one engine on it that had a carburetor on one side and a diesel pump on the other. So <laughs> what? That's fucking weird. Yeah, it's super weird. So a lot of like the caterpillars, like a little bit newer caterpillars and that had a pony motor, so it literally had a gas engine that you would start. And then the mm. gas engine was the starter for the diesel, like the big di the big diesel engine. That's so, fucking awesome. Yep. Until they don't work, then they suck. Mm. But no, but this one, this one, it was one engine, four cylinder, started up on gas. It had like a little half gallon gas tank. So you started up on gas. Then you would flip. Well, the way I would start it on, get it to go on diesel is start pushing the diesel injection uh, throttle until it starts blowing a little bit of black smoke. And then you just flip the decompression lever so you get full compression and it fire up on uh, diesel after that. That's so when you, awesome. Yeah, when you flip the lever, it it cuts off the airflow through the carburetor uh, or cuts off the gas flow through the carburetor and then um, then it's for firing on diesel after that. That's pretty sweet. I mean, like, yeah, what, a, pretty sweet. what a simple system. Yeah. So we know that the diesel engine is pumping out the torque that you need to run the thing. Yeah. And they know that gas motors are going to be a little more, like, 
they're not as cold blooded. They're gonna start more consistently. Even carbureted, they're still gonna be friendlier. Yeah. So like, fuck it. Let's just put both motors on there, and there we go. We've got this perfect (laughs) harmony of Mm -hmm. this badass old machine. So it's from the 40s, right? This one, I believe, was a 45. That's so fucking cool. Yeah, it is sweet. It would start pretty decent on gas too, and then um, it had a cold cylinder. uh, So when I think it would fire all four on gas. And then when you switch it over to diesel, one of the cylinders was cold till it warmed up, and then it would then it had full full power. Okay. Mm-hmm. God damn, that's so fucking nuts. Sorry to the <laughs> listeners who hear the uh, sirens. We got the the door open because it's a million degrees. In yeah, here. it's like three hundred degrees. <laughs> it, it is. And it's horrible because you know I've got plastic up on the ceiling. This side isn't completely finished, so it's just radiating heat down yeah. on us. At least we got a fan. Terrible. We do. We, we got a fan, fan outside blowing insects at us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but, no, but no crickets. No crickets this time. Last time we had a family of crickets that I had to murder. Nice. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, the, the Netflix documentary comes out next week. So <laughs> Yeah, exactly. How to make a cricket murder. Give <laughs> <laughs> me a little brewski, homie. I polish this one off. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. So you were using that thing to plow, but you were also using it to build a road, I thought. Yeah, it, it, it didn't work that great for it, though, because I had a lot more, like, fractured bedrock than I was hoping. Yeah. So It's pretty rocky terrain. Right, and that thing was only, like, 11,000 pounds or something like that. So it wasn't, like, you know, it wasn't crushing everything in its path. Right. <laughs> They're still fun to run. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, blast yeah. operator. Yeah, we had one that size that was... Uh, so up at the cabin that I have, we, we used to live a house, have a house up there as well. That's since gone. That's Different family member owns that now, but that's where I grew up, and we had a little bulldozer that was doing a lot of our flat work and stuff there, too. And it was just a fucking blast around. Yeah. I don't even remember what brand it was. Maybe an old cat or something like that. Mm-hmm. But You guys sound so privileged. If my family need anything moved, my dad's like, here's a shovel. <laughs> yeah. Move that. Well, we built the house. I, I was the bulldozer. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, well, we um, we built the house that I grew up in. So it it started out as a cabin, and we had you know we had two properties. So we had the cabin, and then we had a house that was out in Mackinac, which I hate to admit that. It's the middle of redneck nowhere, <laughs> right, mm-hmm. Minnesota. Um, but we were like, well, why have the two expenses? Like, let's just move to the cabin. Makes so we, we moved there into this little little cabin. It's like kind of one big room that had partition walls, and that was kind of how I grew up. I For uh, for about a year or so, uh, I lived in a house that didn't have running water in, inside. So we, we in the middle of winter, had to go out and take a shit in an outhouse. That nice. was interesting. No thanks. And I didn't have a shower, so I would take saunas mm-hmm. and just, you know, you'd wash up in, in a sauna. <laughs> it was cool, but... So we built a house onto the back side of it, right? And um, so we needed, you know, decent equipment to do all of that stuff. And so that's that's how that all kind of came to be. And nice. got to play around with a little bulldozer. It was a lot of fun because, I mean, you know, you're like 16, 17 years old and you're like, Jesus Christ, like <laughs> this is so fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? oh, Try yeah. not to break it or have the track fall off, which that did happen to me once. Oh, God, that would suck. <laughs> it sucks, bud. It's awful. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, I had that happen once, and man, I I destroyed a Harbor Freight jack in the mud with it, yeah. and uh, just a nightmare. Well, because they weigh so fucking much, so mm-hmm. no jack is really gonna move it the way you need it to, and and it sinks. Oh you yeah, know. it was bad, real <laughs> yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fucking rough. 
But, yeah. you know, they're fun to play around with. If you're getting an opportunity to operate something like that, mm-hmm. you should we, fucking do it. So we kind of, we don't get bulldozers at work, but we do have diggers and aerial units that are on tracks. Oh, cool. Um, but we don't get to really operate them a lot because you can't drive them on concrete. So they yeah. just tear up the asphalt. Mm-hmm. So I get to work on them and I'd be like, oh, look at this badass thing. Yeah, but I don't get to do anything. And everything it. <laughs> on it weighs a metric fucking ton. Oh yeah, ton. everything. And, and <laughs> they just put shit like wherever, wherever there's space. They're like, oh, we can put a module there, and so oh, it's yeah. like tucked behind mm-hmm. the motor and <laughs> under the cab. And you're like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. we we do have um we have what's called a backyard unit in right now, and what that is is an aerial unit that'll put you up. God, probably forty feet. And it mm-hmm. is designed to go through a gate. Whoa. The tracks actually, you can actually move a lever and it'll suck the tracks in. So it'll go what? through a gate and then you can set them out. And then it's got four legs that come down on all four corners. And you can you huh. control it with a, like a remote, essentially. That is so It's really badass. Cool. It's super cool. Wait, wait. So we're talking a gate. A house gate. Yes. Not a like uh, a driveway gate. We're talking like a fence. Wow. That's what they're desi- that's what they call them a backyard unit. They're designed so to go through there. It narrows into what three feet? Uh, I think it's just under four. That's wild. Yeah, and then yeah, you can just you can put oh. the tracks out, and then like I said, the four legs come down. You can put them in whatever position you need to do it, and it's got three different boom sections on it, so you can pivot around trees or power lines or whatever you gotta mm-hmm. do. That's gotta be so fun to play around it, with. I didn't get to work on it. Um, we have our new guy working on it, which is kind of fun. Um, he had an electrical issue with the proximity sensor, and all that is is a sensor on the boom leg that says, this is down all the way, you're safe to run your functions. Mm. And he's like, yeah, it's not working, the customer was complaining about that, and I assumed he knew what the fuck he was doing, so I spent half a day helping him diagnose stuff. We found the corroded wire and stuff like this, and we were still having some issues. And Glenn walks over and is like, hey, did you, when you go to put the legs down, do you stow them all the way up and then put them back down? Because it's it, the leg actually, it comes down and then it slides out two feet and then comes down the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. And if it's on a timer, so if you don't stow them all the way, like for instance, you're trying to readjust it, It'll suck them in, but it won't push them all the way back out when you go to reset them. Therefore, the proximity sensor is like, your leg's not out all the way. You can't run your yeah. functions. And I looked up the new guy, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> you just, I just walked away from him. I'm like, you don't know how to set this up. Like, I assumed you knew what you were doing. You had legitimate issues. Read the manual, kid. And sure as shit, he reset everything. No problems. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. I guess the, of course they went straight to Glenn's ego, so he's big fucking head the rest oh, of the day. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, why wouldn't you? <laughs> no, that's funny. But yeah, man. it's that's a really cool unit. We don't get a whole lot of them in. I yeah. think this is the second one I've seen in like two years. Oh, it's it's really neat. Like what becomes affordable, you know? Because technology is so far at this point, so far ahead. Do now. Yeah, that's it's fucking like a shit remote control. Build. Yeah. It's so, okay. This this is being built for commercial situations you, you this isn't like this. this is through the global oh. company so if you're a contractor that does transformer repairs or whatever you could rent this that way you can go into a residential area and be like oh we gotta go fix your power line that's super cool hmm. you yeah. can't get a truck back there because you don't have an alley so we can drive this little thing back there and it's got a wired remote it's got control like a control station on it and then it actually has a wireless remote program to it as well no shit. so you could you could have somebody sit across the yard and fucking operate it Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, that but, sounds like a blast. To yeah, play around some with. of the shit they can do. They have a uh, what's called an effort crane, which collapses on itself, 
You can run the entire thing from a wireless remote and get a knuckle on it so it'll grab a tree branch, cut it down, and then you can put it into a wood chipper with a guy sitting in a folding chair. <laughs> Not even fucking touch the truck. They have a Whoa. they have a little promo video on it where they they did a test. So this guy was no, he obviously trained really well how to use the truck and all that. By the time he got it set up and everything and the tree that they, he needed to cut down, he was quicker than a group of five people on a different truck doing the same job. And the guy Whoa. literally sat twenty yards back in a chair and just operated the whole thing via remote. Whoa. Went up, grabbed the tree, Jesus. chopped it down with a chainsaw, put it in the wood chipper, went up, grabbed another one. Isn't it amazing nuts. how fucking obsolete humans are? Yeah. yeah. You know, we, we have it that, is. and then we have the same fucking human race that's like, the earth is flat, though. <laughs> like, what the fuck? We have both ends of the spectrum. That's a very small sect of the population, but yes, <laughs> they do exist. And we saw the people that are like, don't eat Tide Pods. Like, come well, on. That's, I think that's generational, but... <laughs> Oh, oh my god, it's fucking so nutty. Fun. Yeah, it really is. Well, and so okay, we we talked a little bit about the uh, the, the Silver Arrow earlier. Oh yeah. I wanted to bring this up. So you built a really gnarly Audi. Um, so what gets me thinking about this uh, is that we so at Power Cruise we there was a group of guys that were building Audis out there, yes. and they were all the V6s. So it was based off of the S4s. They're all B5S4s. That they did like so. Kang's was uh, I think I said it wrong last time. I think I said they're from the factory were TDO threes and they're KO threes, right? Correct. Yeah, so they're KO threes. Yep. Um, so he had upgraded turbos on his, and it was gnarly, just incredibly fast. But there was a guy there who had a massive single. And it was it was so cool because like you know the rain gutters there like the big rain tray mm-hmm. with the battery and all that stuff so all that's cut out mm-hmm. and there's just one gigantic turbo that's sitting on top of this fucking V6. Nice. It was a thousand wheel horse. Whoa. S4. Wow. That's it a broke, <laughs> so no. we didn't get to well, ride in it. That's weird. But we got to look at this thing. <laughs> it and was what incredible. A masterpiece. And I think hmm. it might have... Was it a sequential transmission? I don't remember. You were talking to him more than I was. Uh, yeah, I don't remember, but this guy... I mean, it, he had deep pockets. Jeez. So, but this is a masterpiece of a car. Power Cruise is one of those events you need to come down for... Or, over for over over over, over. over. over for it's yeah. sort of down i guess but mostly over, over and down yeah <laughs> yep yeah max keeps talking to me about it yeah and uh, right up your alley oh it sounds like it yeah uh, dude if if you uh, i will help pay for your plane ticket <laughs> oh hell yeah. or pay for your gas to drive here because you've got to come to it man. I'll, like i'll, I'll take the look prius. i'll look up a- airbnb <laughs> right yeah. well if you take the prius i will cover your gas i think i have enough change in the frontier we can easily cover this <laughs> yeah, exactly oh yeah no yeah, dude i want to come it. it sounds sweet it is it's a lot of fun dude and i think like uh, we had talked about it because both of our cars didn't make it this year. Um, mm-hmm. That, like, even just as a spectator, it's such a fun event because you can just ride with people. That's Everybody so is so, so into cool. it. You literally walk up to him and be like, hey, do you want a passenger? And they're like, yeah, sure, hop in. Yeah. No, no one cares. They're all about it. Everybody is. Like, everybody's into it. I, re- I remember right when, it, when it, like, when you guys were first going to it, I think that was the year I moved to Idaho or... Or uh, kind of similar. Yeah. yeah. And um, after a couple of years, you guys like talking about it and stuff. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, there's got to be stuff like this out here. It was like <laughs> the only event like that in the whole country that I could find. 
Like, uh, there's nothing like it any, yeah. anywhere else that I could tell. Are yeah, there, there any racetracks in Idaho? There's uh, no the uh, car scene stuff. There's a good Porsche scene in um, in Boise. Like I know they Which do. It's a bit ironic because you sold your Porsche. Yeah, thanks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll talk about that in a minute here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but Boise's a long way for me, anyways. But mm-hmm. um, Spokane has a they they've got a road course. They do like karting there. Um, they do they do road stuff. They do sweet. Um, That'd be a lot of fun. Um, they yeah. do uh, drag racing there as well. I've only been there once. I went there a couple years ago with our old Volvo 240 wagon, and uh, <laughs> yes. and we did we did um, they uh, over over it must have been uh, like New Year's uh, like a snow run like so we were out there in the snow oh, and it was freaking awesome. sweet. It was so fun well, in, in a Volvo wagon, long yep. wheelbase, just hanging out there on oh, every yeah. turn. It's like Dude, the, one of the best cars for that condition. It was sweet. Ever. You know, yeah. low horsepower. I had snow tires on it, Hell which yeah. I don't know if we, I don't think they said you couldn't have snow, snow tires. We had snow tires on it. So good traction. It had good suspension, good sway bars. Not that you probably, probably was worse for the <laughs> worse for the traction really for snow. But um mm-hmm. yeah, the worst part about it was like you couldn't really tell where the snow banks were mm. that you you know you don't want to be that guy get stuck in the snow bank and wait, make everybody wait twenty minutes, you know. I suppose they gotta run out there and pull you out. Yeah. Yeah. If I remember right, I did pretty well though, like for like overall. Like I did pretty well. Um, you know, there was like like all-wheel drive cars and stuff out there and a bunch of subarus and you were yeah, hanging with the all-wheel Subaru. drive cars well, yeah it was it was uh like a time attack or whatever so you're just nice. like time trials um but if i remember right like i was like not at the back of the pack which it would be like the lowest horsepower car out there like it just has to be but yeah um, like um, but it did pretty fun. well it oh, was fun. that's fucking cool well i mean it's it right it's swedish Yes, correct. All of those are Swedish. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they got pretty good winters. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, but that oh, was fun. that's fucking awesome. And so then, okay, you got a little bit of a car scene out yeah, there. Yeah, more than see, Duluth. Yeah, yeah, definitely because Spokane would be you know the Airway Heights. It's uh, hour and twenty five minutes from my house, which well, Brainerd's got to be a little farther for you guys. Uh, right? Brainerd's two, two two and a half. It's two hours and I think twenty minutes. Yeah, that yeah. sounds right. Assuming you don't stop in Aiken to go pee. Yeah. Or hit construction, <laughs> right. or break down all of the power cruise issues we had, or check your straps six times, <laughs> uh, or hit bad weather. Oh, dude! All those I, things. I remember the one one of the times I was at Brainerd. What were we doing? You had the Dell Soul there. Oh, that was um, proving grounds. Proving grounds. Yeah. I was coming back with Jamie, and we had we had the. We were riding in the Del Sol. I think it was turbo at the time. We had the, mm-hmm. the, the top off, and it started raining. And he's like, well, guess we're going to have to go faster. Yep. <laughs> <That's> freaking <laughs> awesome. Yeah, those things are great. Same, <laughs> same trip where Locke was with us with a Civic. Yes. And he, he went to make a pass, and there was oncoming traffic. And he just said, fuck it, and just went like hell and, and avoided a head-on collision. Jesus. Oh, I don't remember. No. That, no. that sounds very irresponsible. Uh, there, there, <laughs> there was one. We were either going to Brainerd or from Brainerd for, for Proving Grounds. And then, like, it wasn't oh, super boy. close, but it was one of those I think most people would have oh, just waited. He was he, trying to pass somebody on the road. Yes. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. We are, I think we were on our way back from Power or from uh, Proving Grounds. And he, yeah, he, he pulled out and there's there cars coming. There were far away but most people would have saw him and be like yeah. oh i'm gonna wait oh my god and he fucking went for it and <laughs> does just, rolling burnout yeah just fast in the theory <laughs> 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 
That's funny. Oh man, yeah. Well, I, yeah. I think that was a. I think that might have been the same trip. It might have been. So for the listeners, that's a. He had a like a '99 Civic two door yes. that had a 1.8 liter GSR engine, so the B18C1, decent sized turbo on it. I think it made 400. Can't remember what it dynoed at. I thought I it was being no, it was 300. It was 300 something, 350 or something like that. Really fucking quick car. Yeah. Yeah. Especially really for us back then. Yeah. Was, oh yeah. That, well, that, was, exactly that was one of the faster that. cars. Yeah. Yeah. And let me tell you, back in that era, and that was just what uh, 20, 2008, 2009, kind of 2010, yeah. somewhere yeah, in there. Yep. It, isn't it funny how like if you had a four hundred horsepower car, you were the big dog, or you're mm-hmm. one of the big dogs, right? Oh yeah. Now four hundred horsepower is like entry level. What do the stock Civic uh, Type R's come with now? Like they're like three hundred. Three hundred. I think they're like yeah. right at three. Crazy. Yeah, they might even be more than that. I thought I they know. were more than that. Because they're know. turbocharged. Look, yeah. Well, look at the new Z. It's a four hundred horsepower factory car for forty yeah. grand. It looks bitchin'. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It looks sweet. And it's a six speed. Nice. I know. I love that they're keeping right the six speed alive. Yeah. That's I, nice. If I could afford it, I'd buy one in a heartbeat, but... Yeah, way cooler. I don't have, I don't have 40 out. grand for that. Way cooler than a GTR. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stupid autos. <laughs> I know, I know. And autos that grenade themselves. Oh, I don't want to, yeah. like... I don't want to... Sh- <laughs> I don't want to anger all the GTR boys, Fucking but, man, oh, that man. was disappointing. It was like, we have launch control, but don't do it because our transmissions are going to yeah. grenade. And we'll void your warranty. And we'll void your fucking <laughs> warranty. But here's a pretty stout six-speed... Yeah, that's yeah. Well, the six-speed can handle a lot of power. They're not bad. So the uh, the the new Z's. What yeah, are we talking about? The new Z's, or even in the uh, the three seventies. Those six speeds are supposed yeah. to be pretty good. Yeah. Well, the CDO nine is a beast. Yeah. Yeah, it's a so great transmission. Why not just put them in the GTR and call it a day? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they figured it was all about like quarter mile times or something like that. So the the paddle shift will always be faster. I don't know. Yeah. yeah not if you break down ten feet off the line though. No shit. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's a I don't know weight thing because GTRs so, are pretty heavy. Speaking yeah, of transmission problems, Ryan once owned a 911. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it wasn't really. Oh. It didn't really have too bad a transmission problems, but second gear would uh, grind a yeah. little bit on occasion. Dude, you could you could not shift that thing fast, save your life. So on a scale of one to ten, um, how how much do you miss that car? I love Com- it. Com- compared to like other cars I've had. Oh, I don't know. Just just missing it. I mean, do you think about it regularly? Do you? No, not really. It's, it's it? not the unicorn. No, you know, it was. It was like it was like that. Um, like the the era of air cooled nine elevens that are like looked down upon because it was mm-hmm. it was a seventy seven. It was seventy seven. Yeah. You know, so the last year of the narrow bodies, the first the last year before that nine eleven SC. Mm-hmm. So and it still had that two point seven liter. Which would, which was like, it was a magnesium cased engine, and they kept boring it out, and then it ended up having issues at that point when it was a two point seven liter. But that car was nice as far as like the engine. That that thing ran really nice. Um, that was, yeah, that transmission, that uh, those synchros were were not good in second gear, yeah, and third ge- third gear was also not great. Um, but as far as missing that car, you know, I wish I still had it. I would I. I would love to still have that car. Mm-hmm. I would, if I had the opportunity to buy it back at the price I paid for it, I would. I would do it. Um, I would not pay today's value for that car, though. Isn't that so. amazing? And so we're always talking about investing stuff too in our mm-hmm. little Facebook chats and oh, stuff. Yeah. Talk about value 
If you would have bought a 911 in like 2001, when they were like given away, like five thousand dollars could buy you like a fucking oh, shit. No, even like an eighties, like <laughs> fat haunches, like a nine six four, you could get for under ten thousand dollars back then. We're fucking talking like what seventy thousand dollars today, maybe oh, over a yeah. hundred thousand yeah. for a fucking nine six four, like. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm fucking wild. I'm I'm not I'm no expert on those prices anymore, but if I remember right, you could like all day get get those early cars, like the short wheelbase ones from like the '60s and stuff, um, way cheap. And then the value on those things is astronomical. A three fifty six um, you could get for under ten thousand dollars back in the day. Really? Yeah. yeah. I those are such cool and cars. Hundred thousand dollar cars now. It's yeah. fucking. It's a, It's amazing. Like that would have been the investment. Just oh, do yeah. the uh, Porsches? the Jerry Seinfeld thing and just stockpile old fucking Porsches. Yes. Like, oh my god. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, but yeah. you know, I'm, I'm look. I'm looking for cool new car to uh, a cool new car to get, and it's an air cooled 911 is not on my radar. No. Like it's just they're great. Make you a hell of a deal on an E30. <laughs> SR20 pull premium. <laughs> are you te- are you saying you're already burning out? I'm just pissed at the stupid oil pan right now. Dude, what happened to it? Because you- I put oil on it and my freshly sealed oil pan was not freshly sealed. What and what, what, what was what, what was freshly sealed about? Um, I, I put the Nissan RTV on it. And um, it, for the gasket, yes, for the gasket, because they don't Nissan and their infamous genius did not use a gasket for the oil pan. Sure. It's all water TV. Okay, so that makes sense. yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and uh, put coolant in it. That all went okay once I figured out I didn't cap off a nipple, and then <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm like, okay, cool. I'll put some oil in it. I put oil in it. I'm like, sweet, that level looks great. And then I hear I hear a drip hit the concrete, <sighs> and I was like. No. no, 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 no. And I look down and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, everything looks fantastic. And one of the corners on the oil pan, for some reason, didn't seal up great. And then, so I drained the oil. I take all the bolts out and I practically had to use a pry bar to get it off of the block. Oh, I'm sure. So I'm like, well, wait a second. So you mean to tell me 99% of this thing was sealed perfectly? Yes. Except for this one little seam or whatever. Yes. Yeah. So I haven't touched the car this week because I, I got really pissed and I'm just like, fuck you. If I work on you, I'm going to sell you. So just, I'm going to shut the door and go away. Jesus yeah. Christ. Just did not want to deal with it. No, I've still got a, I bought it for my buddy, AJ. It's a 79 five series. Um, it's in pretty good shape. Um, it's not really all that rusty. It's got, it's definitely has rust. Um, well, it's they got, all do. They, yeah, they all do, but it's got cool seats in it. It's got shield man seats in it that are in not great shape. As far as like the upholstery no goes, shit. they're pretty bitchy. That's, that's fucking rare. Yeah. They're pretty sweet. And, um, it's got a five speed swap. Cause those are four speed cars from the factory. Nice. Um, it's a big six, um, I don't remember how many liters that one is. But so, do you want an M20 for it? No. Damn. I've got, I've got like two. I've got two turbo motors for it. Um, one of them is a, a Callaway turbo setup, and I don't remember what the other one was. One of the engines has an O-ringed head, and the other one has an O-ringed block. So these are like '80s '80s built turbo engines yeah. for this okay. thing. So that's pretty sweet. Hold it up. is pretty sweet. We're talking a Callaway M30. It, uh, yes, yep, dude. 
it's pretty neat. It, it is not in like great shape or anything, like some sort of museum piece. But it is. It's pretty neat. That and, is a piece of history. Callaway's yeah. the shit. Like if if you're following any of like, especially the old you, Volkswagens, like the Mark ones oh, and shit. Yeah. If you find a Callaway turbo, like 1.8 liter mm-hmm. or one, even like a 1.6. It is like big bucks. So, People are just fucking love those kits. I those are so cool. I don't yeah. know a lot about Callaway. Is that the equivalent to like Crosworth with Ford? Cosworth. Co- Cosworth. Thank you. Um, it's more like uh, like Gretty is to Honda. Yeah. Or, okay. You know, that makes skunk, sense. Then. Skunk too. So, so it's an, yeah. it's more of an aftermarket company, not a we teamed up with a, a performance shop to do yeah, it. I do I'm not. I'm no, yeah, I'm definitely no Callaway expert, but I do not think Callaway. I don't think Callaway had like any direct impact on cars from the factory. Okay, you, you know, I don't think so, yeah. like um, uh, like uh, Yenko would have with with uh, mm. kind of with like the the, Cor- the Camaros and stuff. Okay, okay, no, I, that, I, that, that makes sense. I I don't think that they did. I think this was more like you. Would, they were uh, the aftermarket company you would go to to, yeah. to build your car. Okay, yeah, okay, I, I get so. that. Don't quote me on it. I, I'm, I'm not, it's I on the podcast. I have to quote you I on know. it. I'm sorry, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's written in history. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, it, well, and and it's it's just a a piece of '80s nostalgia, right? More than anything, yeah. Else. It's and not like this thing's gonna be like some six hundred horse, you know, three liter or something like that. It's, that's still pretty cool. So you have an M, it's an M thirty car, right? Yeah, right. So it yeah. has an M thirty. Yeah. So like back then, it would have been like pretty a pretty mellow uh, uh, six cylinder in an M thirty in it, and I think it still has that mellow M thirty in it. But then I have like the 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 couple of turbo motors with it so and then i've also got so cool yeah i've also got a limited slip for it like a side loader limited slip which are pretty hard to find for those things yeah Yeah. that that was an e21 swap like a handful of people do the side loaders oh sure yeah Yeah, i think they're um i don't remember what the term but it only it's only uh it's like a one-way limited slip i Mm -hmm. think is what yeah so i think you need to finish this thing and drive it to power cruise oh I like I Man. like the way you think. <laughs> yeah, big fucking brain. That is a big big brain. Big brain. Well, brain. and you have to assume. Um, so the the M30 is like a what 180 horsepower, 160 horsepower shitload of torque. Probably back then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. The M, it's probably a, probably you know, over 200 200 foot pounds. Yeah, probably something. You throw like a turb ski on that thing. Oh, yeah. it's got to make 280 250 yeah, foot pounds. Like decent. probably yeah, 250 pretty. horse, 220 horse, somewhere in that. Range, I bet there's something. Like so that. you have just, just shy of a year to get that thing on the road. Yeah, man. Dude, I got a lot of work to do. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I you yeah. know the car sat for like two and a half, three years, and I had to move it from the bottom of my driveway to the top of my driveway, and I'm like. I'm just gonna put a battery in this thing. See if it, start. it started right up. M30s, dude. Yes. It's literally, honestly, like M30s and M20s, best awesome. best oh, BMW yeah. motors awesome. ever. Oh yeah, they're, they're bulletproof. Yeah. They're just kind of sluggish. They unfortunately. are. Yeah. Yeah, but they sound cool. Oh, that is true. Do. I will say that the uh, mm-hmm. M20 B27 actually sounded. Oh yeah, sweet. those ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have. Well, just, I, just I can't gutless. let you sell yours. Hey, yeah, that's why I, I keep yeah. bothering you. I'm then, like, you gotta hang on to this. Then motor. take it out of my garage and put it somewhere well, in your well, garage. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> so I'm tired of tripping over it. <laughs> like we we gotta put that thing in something cool. Like we gotta build some kind of old fucking hot I, rod. I've been mm. looking for shells. <laughs> 
Put like downdraft carbs on it. I don't know yes. if you can fucking do that or not. But <laughs> I've seen a couple of them where there's an it's an M20 or it was an M30 with with three downdrafts, giant velocity stack sticking off it. It's the coolest looking car ever. Just coolest motor. I see coolest motor. I've seen them with ITBs and it looks pretty sweet. Yeah, oh, I bet. But they're, Gen V's. They're so hard to sync up because you had you so, know, six cylinders. Yeah. Is that is that the Super ETA motor then? Or is that just it, the ETA motor? You would the build ETA. the Super yeah. ETA off it. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So if you. you want to build a Super ETA, I'll make you hell Yeah. Deal. So for the <laughs> listeners. I'll the... even put it in the back of the Prius for you. <laughs> so for non-BMW people, <laughs> the Super ETA is a 2.7 liter that has 2.5 liter components on it. Yeah, I can't remember. So if you it's toss so... the... Is it the um, 2.7 block with the 2.5 head? It's the M20B25 head. On a M20 B27, yeah, lower end. Like that. And everybody tells you to do the swap, but they don't tell you like, oh, you need the entire harness for the for the swap, the intake, everything. It's actually rather expensive, borderline to the point where you're better off just swapping it out with like an M52. Well, I, yeah. I think what was it? I think the Super ETAs came in '88, and then you could kind of like make your own or something like that. When, really, for like the other ones, it was factory on Dude, one of them. I swear, like the '88s for the Super ETAs. You might be right on that. Yeah, it was like that transition year uh, from like the... The, the bigger motor with less horsepower to the two and a half. Yeah, liter. yeah, that might have been. That might have been because it was like the facelift transition, right? Yeah. As well, yeah. It went to plastic bumpers. Yep, yep that was in they, 88. 88, ha- 88 E30s had the lower metal rear valence, but still the metal bumpers in the U.S. No shit. They, they look kind of neat. They, huh. they don't look that bad. I think they had the metal That's front cool. the valence as well. They looked they looked pretty decent. So um, you've had three E30s? Two E30s. Two E30s. I thought you had an E30. Yeah. I've, I, yep, so I, was, I bought I it. I just remember the Audi and the 2002. Ryan uh, is like the OG E30 dude in Duluth. Wait, so I have to follow his yeah, footsteps? Yeah. <laughs> Even before Chris <laughs> Bowman. <laughs> uh, well, I bought one of my E30s from Chris. Oh, never mind. And, never mind. And then our, <laughs> Maybe our, he was the first. Our friend, well, our friend Luke, I think, was, was like the actual first. Because he bought this uh, 89 Alpine White IX, uh, 325 IX, and ended up getting rear-ended in it or something, or T-boned in the back. And then um, then some, some gentleman bought it with another, that had another IX. Somehow I got a hold of this guy. I don't know if he had the car for sale or something, but I purchased it from him. And, um, um, and then I, I kind of, I just kind of, the, the back of the car was, was pretty trashed on the back yeah. left. And I, you know, I don't know how old I was, 22, 20, no, I would think I was, anyways, whatever, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> I, was, I, was pro- I was probably 19, I must have been 19, and uh, like, it didn't even have a rear bumper on it, I drove it home, ended up getting pulled over and getting a ticket for not having, <laughs> not, for not so having dumb. a bumper and stuff, I'm like, dude, I'm literally trying to fix it right now, and, um, but yeah, I just kind of pounded the body out and tried to get it, tried to get it look decent. But that car was fun. I really liked that car. Well, the IX is a fun car. Mm-hmm. It's an auto, though, right? Mine was a manual. His that's other, the holy grail. Yeah, his other one was a, wow. an auto four door. Mine was a Alpine White two door manual. That and, is the um, holy grail, dude. There are it was not sweet. a lot of manuals of those. No, no, it was it was really sweet. And I, you know, I mean, back then, like that was my winter car. That was my daily driver. I had a lot of fun in the winter <laughs> with that with that thing. Bombing yeah. lakes and stuff. Oh yeah, that was great. Yeah, dude. Oh man, those are those are really cool cars. Well, mm-hmm. that was the they had a factory ground effects kit. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, the IS cars had a a front lip. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, which was Wait, did you I say think IS or IX? IS. Oh, so it's not the all-wheel drive. The IX. Okay. If I remember right, had a very small lip on the front. Yes. But, so the IX, they have a ground effects kit on them, but on the I, fenders. Right. So, so like the they had fender, they had factory fender flares. They had factory rocker didn't they have a rocker a little um, bit of a spoiler on them too i hope the is had a, like a little duck is, lip to it a duck bow to it um uh i don't know maybe i, don't I know, know mine I did i had an mtech one spoiler on mine um which which i thought was sweet um mm-hmm. but i don't think they had to come with it from the factory it might be right. That's that's the downside to buying an '80s BMW is they've been through so many hands. Oh, no, been, yeah. who knows? Yeah, what, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I got told like, oh yeah, this has a rare like rear diff option, and I'm like, it's sure. a th- it's a 30 year old car. Okay, <laughs> well, <laughs> yours has the uh, the limited slip in it. Yeah, which for yeah. for mm-hmm. ES it's not supposed to have. Well, it's a medium case LSD, yeah. and it's a 391, I think. I'd have to double check. Something I don't know like that. I don't know. It's like I just know it leaks slightly. My memory is dog shit, <laughs> but for whatever reason, when it comes to car things with my friends, I fucking remember all these details. You, you I think know it's almost a three ninety one about my car than Jeff. I do. Yeah. <laughs> is yours is yours an eighty seven or eighty eight ES? It's an eighty six. They made an ES an eighty six. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's the first year. I think it's the first year of the ES. Interesting. I thought they started those in eighty seven, but. Uh, I'm no expert, no, so obviously. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. No, I, I, I swear that, like, I really thought that 88, 87 was the first year because that was the first year you could get the IS, and I thought that the ES was at the same time. And from my understanding, the 85 and 86 were the E and the ES, and then 87 they only had the I and the IS. Going, going from there on out. And this is the point when the we, listeners all yeah, tune in. Like, Sorry. <laughs> 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 fucking idiots. Yeah. Don't know what we're talking about. So let me tell you. I, I don't know how much you've been watching the photos, but like the fitment of that SR20 mm-hmm. in the E30, it looks like it's unreal. It's yeah. nice. If it, it looks like it belongs there. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. It is fucking bonkers. So if this guy. Gets his uh, sand out of his vag I'm and starts on working on it again. I'm working on it tomorrow and maybe Friday, but we might go see see music. We might have a date night. Oh, cool! That's good. So, well, That's we have good. we have lots of date nights. So whatever. You gotta do that. Uh, well, yeah. 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 It's, a, it's an excuse to like pawn the kids off on somebody else and mm-hmm. go do something fun. Yeah. The SR twenties yeah. are sweet. I like those. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm having a little bit of doubt. And it's not the it's not it's not, it's not it's not the car's fault. The funny thing, it's not the car's fault. I'm going, Pat. If you're listening, it's completely Pat's fault. Oh, oh. After riding in his built KA swapped five ten, and how much fucking fun that thing was, I'm just thinking, I'm like, is the SR the way to go? Should I have done a KA swap? <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, the KA is a larger displacement, more torquey motor. It's so much aren't, fun. Yeah. They, aren't, don't the SR twenties have aluminum blocks though, and then the KAs yes. have yes. iron blocks? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So there's a weight difference. Yeah. And you saved a shitload of weight when it came to swapping the M twenty out and the the SRN. <laughs> By a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, those M20s are heavy. And and here's the thing. Like, you're not going for, like, highway pulls. No. You're building this car to do autocross, road course, that kind of thing. Yeah. That's your bread and butter. That's what you love to do. And the SR will be great for that. Yeah. 
Yeah. If it ever stops being a, a bitch and. Well, worse. here's the thing. Like, it was, <laughs> it was fighting me every step of the way. <laughs> and Ryan knows this as good as anybody because you built that fucking magnificent B5. Um, with any build, the very end of it is always the biggest pain in the dick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That is the part that it fights you the most. Every single fucking step up to that point, you could have 20 steps in the whole process. You're on number 19, and all of a sudden it starts fighting you every step of the way. Yeah, I, you have to <laughs> overcome that, and then you reach glory. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I thought the hardest part was going to get the SR to fit properly in, in the engine bay, which took a matter of like 10 minutes. It was literally 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. No, no, the hardest part is like, okay, what's leaking now? And I need a reliable 12 volt source for my fuel pump. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I know. It's what a pain in the dick, these silly yeah. little things. Oh, yeah. Like but, with the B5, what did you run into? There were some like tail end issues. Dude, yeah. It was. Um, so that, that had like a standalone ECU setup. And yeah, lug getting works or something like that. Lugtronic. Lugtronic. I'm Lugtronic, pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, and that ended up fucking me Let's at the in that. the end of it, because um, you know I had everything set up right, and it's easy to put a wire to a wire, but yeah. the injector, like it burned that injector driver. Um, so then those, I think those were 1600 cc or so injectors, and in, and in, running E85. And when the injector driver burned out, it, that injector got stuck wide open, and it filled oh, up filled yeah. up that cylinder the first time, and I cracked a cylinder, and I pulled the motor back out, put a sleeve had a sleeve put in it, and then the next time I did it, I think it was Pete and I doing doing a little bit of tuning, and I shifted in a neutral to see what 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 the, it looked like. The engine died. I was like, oh, that's weird. And then I tried to bump start it, and the motor blew up. <laughs> oh, no. The bump start is what killed it? Yeah, because that injector, another injector driver oh, burnt out, fuck. so that injector got stuck wide open. So when I tried to bump start it going 50 miles an hour, it mushroomed the block. Okay. And Oh, was... oh, bump start is in, put it in gear, drop the clutch. Yeah. Sure, yeah, yep. Okay. Yep, so if I would have just turned the key, it probably would have just not turned over. And then I probably would have tried bump starting it anyways. But, um, yeah, no, if I killed it doing that. Yeah, that was So I think the conclusion is night. cars just suck. They cars do. do fucking suck. Dude. They're the best thing ever and the bad worst hobby. thing ever. Yeah. yeah. The, um, when I did that E39 M5 swap, like that one, that car that you, that you, you drove that, didn't you? Yeah, I got to do some burnouts in that did, fucker. Oh, I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know one of my favorite <laughs> moments ever. Uh, no, you were with, you were with, no, you were in the passenger you seat. What? No, I think you were with Josh, weren't you? I'm pretty sure you told me to, I to fucking did. do a heater. Uh, dude, Maybe? I hope so. I, don't know. I hope so. What, what's one of the main rows? Hawthorne? Mm, you Hawthorne. had me come out of somewhere and you were like, hammer just, on just it. Get, <laughs> so we fucking get. kicked it out. Like, Yeah. That yeah, car it was, was sweet. A, it was a bad bitch. I was really pleasantly surprised by that car. Yeah. So the only thing that I was kind of butthurt about is I was supposed to have a lot of time to finish that swap. Mm -hmm. And like halfway through it, like I was doing it in a horse barn. And they're like, okay, you got to get this shit out of here. And so I'm like, like, trying to, yeah. so I'm like trying to get this thing done and I didn't have time to like do anything. So I had to send the, I had to send the, the parts car to the, to the, the, I don't know. I must've had some scrapyard pick it up or something. And, you know, but my car was running and driving at that point. 
but I didn't get to, I was going to swap all the modules over. So that was all the M5 modules in the car, which is, would be the proper way to do it with how uh, the newer BMWs had been um, and still do run their codes through all their modules. Um, oh boy. So like the cruise control didn't work. The ABS didn't work. I didn't have time to um, integrate the, like the rear hatch, um, uh, the button to, to open up the rear hatch and what else? Oh, the radio, the radio quit working in it. Mm-hmm. And then I bought the 911 and then I'm like, well, I'm just going to keep the 911. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, so wagon. So. Yeah, but I mean, it's, uh, it did gnarly burnouts. Dude, it did. Yeah, it was sweet. Dude, I remember um, kind of right after I got it done and got the exhaust done, uh, I was washing it at some dude's house that did like 510 stuff. So, and then when we left, I did a nasty burnout coming on to like a, like a four lane road, like two lanes each way. So I did a burnout and drifted across like three lanes of traffic to get into the other side. That's awesome. It was sweet. <laughs> the very first person coming the other way was a cop car oh, with, no. with, they had like a trailer on. So I think they just got done like picking up like a, like awesome. a year speeding, uh, like, like one of those ticker, of ticker trailer yeah, things. You're going this fast. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> and they, they kept going, but I mean, I laid into it. it like was smoke sweet. was still coming out it of was, the fender wells. Yeah, like There was probably a good chance that there was still smoke. It was pretty obvious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, that was one of the most beautiful BMWs I've ever driven to. Yeah. It was just, yeah, what, Alpine white? It was a white one, yep. A white yeah. E39 5 Series with all the M Sport. I don't think it was a factory M Sport 540 car, mm-hmm. but somebody had put the M Sport bumpers on there, um, yeah. and I don't even know what rear bumper that that car had because it's different than like the regular M Sport bumpers um, in the way that the lower like middle part, the middle rear valence was all black on mine. Um, mm-hmm. it, like like the other M Sport ones were weren't quite the same, so I'm not even sure exactly huh. which bumper it was. But then it had the Club Sport mirror, like the M5 mirrors and stuff on it. Mm-hmm. It had it had the the deck uh, the rear spoiler on it, like um, I don't even know what you call it. Not a duck bill off the back, but a little bit of spoiler. Yeah. On the yeah. Back. Which looked really nice. So I'm, I'm sort of thinking you should have kept that and maybe uh, got rid of the 911. No, no, I probably should have kept both of them. Yeah. That's yeah, always <laughs> the answer is keep it all. Keep all of it. <laughs> okay, so, like, what would you buy next? Uh, what will you buy next? I'm not entirely sure what I will buy next. We might get another 240 wagon, another Volvo 240 wagon. Or a Lotus. Uh, dude, I've been looking at I've been looking it's at the Lotuses. The same thing. No shit. Yeah, yeah, I have. I've been at least um, Was it James Exige. May that drove the E Spirit through like all of Argentina and took it off roading and shit, and it was just um, fine? He might have. I, I like don't in recall. one of their Top Gear episodes, yeah, or one yeah, of the, Grand I think Tour one of the episodes. last Top Gear episodes they were in. I'm a bad car nut. Yeah. I haven't watched the last one. I'm not ones. sure, but I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> that sounds watch, awesome. Watch it. They do like a, a tribute to the, the V8, and oh, I'm okay. pretty sure he drives an E-Spirit all the way through Argentina and like through fields and shit like that and just beats the crap out of this thing. That's and awesome. And it was bulletproof the entire time. Wow. Nice. No, so, yeah, so, I, so buy a Lotus. Buy a Lotus. No, yeah, <laughs> I've been I've been kind of looking at the Exige. I remember um, the first time I was able to go when I was living in Florida. I went to a Rolex twenty four hour race and camped mm. in the in the in the infield. Well, when I was coming up to the speedway, Noble um, this this small like bespoke 
uh, car manufacturer kind of looked like Lotus Exeges, you know, like to some extent. Um, they were running those things around the track, like people were test driving them. And inside there, like I ended up finding, seeing a couple of Exeges and a couple of um, uh, Elises, if I remember right. And I really liked them. So oh, yeah. I've kind of been looking at looking at the Exege a little bit. Um, I probably shouldn't be buying an Exege, <laughs> like without like the price of those. Um, at least certainly not right now. And then um, kind of like my number one car that I really want to get now and like daily drive all summer is I really want to get a Mustang GT350, one of the new oh, ones. Well, fuck, fuck yeah. dude. I can't argue with that. They're, they're a lot of money, but they're like kind of not a lot of money for like with the type of car you're getting. They're, right. they're so, so bitching. For the listeners, that is a flat plane crank yeah. Ford built. So it's, it's, it's like exactly. Yeah. It's yeah, literally it's a, a race, race car. car. And that's what that dude with the blue one was. Uh, he had one of those that we were talking well, and he, with. He was saying, like, one of the biggest things is that the powertrain warranty on it. Oh, yeah. Like, you go beat the crap of this thing at the track, and they still cover it under warranty. Yeah, they yeah. cover <laughs> it despite you racing it. Yeah. They know just don't that that's what it. they're going to be done. Like, just do visuals. Awesome. Don't, be, don't put a fucking Pro Charger on yeah. it. Sure. Yeah, like, go drive the shit out of this car, and we'll cover it no mm-hmm. matter what. Mm-hmm. Which is a testament to, like... It, so, a lot of people shit talk Fords. Oh, but yeah. that's one of the things you have to remember is that like Ford isn't afraid to fucking put their neck out there. Hell like no. they do some creative shit. Yeah. And the fact that like the coyote motor is already a fucking masterpiece of an engine. They're like, let's try something different. Let's make yeah. a fucking flat plane crank. Yeah. Completely redesign it just for this, <laughs> this sub model yeah. of the existing Mustang. And it's a bad bitch. Yeah, it fucking worked. And oh my God. God, do they sound fucking good? They sound so cool. Like it, yeah. I've only seen a couple of them, like out in the wild, and I've been with Mara both times, and she's been like, and she has to finish you off. Yeah, <laughs> you're like babe, you're, you're gonna have to drive. We're pulling over. <laughs> oh god, yeah, go find a, a snowbank to hide behind. <laughs> but, yeah, they're they're amazing cars. So uh, what are they? Uh, what are you looking to spend on something like that? Is that like a fifty thousand? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much car. 50 okay. you can get like the like the the gt350 r's uh the last time i was like really like seriously looking at them uh, about a year ago so i don't know what they've done with like the used car prices like the used car market right now but back then like you know 50 60 you could get you might for 50 you might not be getting one of the gt350 r's but you could be getting one of the GT350s, like a couple-year-old one, or, you know, I think they came out in 2017, something like that. Yeah, that could be. And, um, you know, so you could get one of the older ones, and, like, I'm literally, whatever I buy, I'm going to drive. Like, I, I yeah. probably drive 30,000 miles a year or so, year-round, um, and I wouldn't drive it in the winter, but, I you know, I'd be putting, like, 15, 20,000 miles a year on, on well, yeah, something. It's, it's a car. Drive it. Yeah, I guess, I guess where I was going with that is I, I don't I don't really care if it has higher miles because it's going to get a lot quickly. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, and speaking about driving, you know, and I figured you were talking about, like, I'm going to drive this thing on the track a bit. Oh, yes. You've got some really cool track experiences because didn't you do the Porsche Club at PIR? I, no. No, I did not. I was going to... 
Um, but I, I didn't. I don't remember what happened. I did go to it, do mm. the event, but no, I have I have not done done anything quite like that. Okay, gotcha. No, no. Um, my friend AJ though, he does he does like track days and stuff. He's kind of moved into like rally, more rally stuff. Mm-hmm. That'd be um, pretty sweet. Uh, I guess there's probably a lot of nice rallies up in that area. Of the there, country too. there are. Yeah. I mean, he travels around, but no, I I do not have any like uh, like Porsche driving. Uh, school experience. I like I said. I was I was in the in the process of doing it. I don't remember what happened. I think they filled up too quick. Yeah, um, that and, makes and that sense. was like right when I got the nine eleven. I think that was one of the first things I did with it was go to that go to that Porsche driving school event. And I think I just went there and like spectated because there was <laughs> there was autocross going. <laughs> that on. That must have been so fun though. Yeah, it was sweet. Oh yeah, because they were yeah. doing drift. Yeah, so it was like a Porsche driving drifting There was like also at the same time. Um, they, I don't know what they were doing. They're sharing the track. Uh, you know, like to some extent with like a, like people that were drifting. So it was it was pretty. Okay, cool. I was gonna say anybody yeah. can power slide. Yeah, cool. Holy. <laughs> Shit, respect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's fucking cool, man. So that's one track that I I know nothing about is PIR, but I keep hearing a lot of good things. Like mm-hmm. some really fun track. Yeah, it as far as I know seems to be pretty good. Like people like it. Um, it, you know, as far as what it stacks up against, you know, it's not. It's not, know, it's not Road America yeah. or yeah. anything like that. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, it's a cool it's a cool track. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fucking right on. Yeah, man. We need more track days. We do. We do. We all need more track yeah. days. Yeah. That's what, so we should I, probably I finish our em- fucking projects. And- I think employers need to have that. Like, give me two weeks off vacation time and then, like, three track days. Well, we were talking about this last week. We were talking about, like, what, like, so Power Cruise is kind of like if if men ran everything. Yeah. And there weren't a whole lot of, like, like power cruise is okay. So there's a car coming down the alley and blinding everybody. <laughs> um, power cruise is kind of like it's a hundred percent dude event. Yes. Or just like burnouts. Is yeah. Just what happens. Considering, <laughs> considering one of the day. biggest food trucks there is just barbecue food. It's strictly barbecue. <laughs> nice. not, not, like, not even a side of corn. It's like you get French fries <laughs> and like pulled pork. Yeah. No, yeah. no vegetables or starch. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going on. I have that. no clue either. <laughs> track days. Get on the track. Track days. Track we days. Gotta go to track Thank days. you for jogging my horrible memory. So that's the thing is I remember all these little details about your car. It's Lugtronic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a 391 LSD. How many times have I bugged you about what kind of SR20 I have? It's a black top. Yeah, it's like a 94, 93, 94. It's the late model S13 SR20 with the fins on the head. I don't know why I remember this shit, but I was like, wait, what the fuck is that talking about? <laughs> Eight seconds ago. Um, yeah, so yeah, I, I think a world where where track events were a regular occurring thing, I think it'd be a, like a happier place. Like yeah. there'd be less conflict. Yes, I think I we'd could. all be in a better mood. Yeah, because we get all, all we'd all have our anger issues and stuff like that out on the track. All the aggression yeah. would be gone, and then be like, okay, cool, I can go to work on Monday now. Yeah, totally. I, I don't want to strangle my boss. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to punch a coworker. I'm not going to tell a customer to yeah. go fuck themselves. Exactly. I'm just going to deal with it, and then on Saturday, I'm going to go 120 miles an hour down the straightaway. Yeah. Perfect. Exactly. I might still tell somebody to go fuck themselves. Oh yeah, yeah, but that, that's just principle. But, but you won't daydream about strangling them every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're not gonna bring a rifle to work. Oh, no. oh boy. <laughs> oh, what's what's in your head, buddy? <laughs> well, we don't have time for that. <laughs> and on that bombshell, ladies and gentlemen. 
Thank you very much for joining us for another Brews with the Dudes podcast. Special thanks to Ryan Johnson for joining us. And thank you for making the trip all the way here to talk to us, man. Just, we really appreciate just it. Just for, for the for podcast. <laughs> 3,000 miles. Definitely not for a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. no. That's secondary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so thanks, guys. We'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye.